guys. Welcome to Cult Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love, but no one else gets, and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, it's a blue light special, and murder is on clearance. And whatever you do, don't try and get that five-finger discount, because the security in this mall is deadly. That's right. We're talking about Chopping Mall. So let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hey guys, thanks for joining us wherever you are in the world, whatever time it is for you. We really appreciate it. Head over to uh, iTunes, leave us a review, and we'll give you a shout out at the end of the show. We got a new one to do tonight. Tonight, we are talking about Chopping Mall. It was directed by Jim Wynorski. Came out in 1986, had a budget of 800000 Box office of Dan was filmed in the U.S., has a rating of R, and currently sits at a 57% on Rotten Tomatoes. If you don't know what the film's about, eight teenagers are trapped in a shopping mall with three security robots out of control. As always, I am your host, Cody Everett, and I am joined by the usual suspects of Kyle Smith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Willenbrecht. Hey, what's up? And Michael Salustio. Hi, everybody. All right, so this is Chris's pick. Chris, why'd you pick the chopping mall? I wanted to pick chopping mall because I think Jim Wynorski uh, has done a large body of work, and this is probably his most famous um and uh yeah i hadn't seen it since i was you know t- probably 10 years ago and i totally forgot a lot of the stuff in here so what what other bodies of work has he done <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of porn <laughs> i will uh re- read the the list out oh Trip- you have a list oh i can't wait return of swamp thing transylvania okay. twist right. 976 evil 2 munchie I know that one uh i know that one ghoulies 4 I know that one munchie strikes back uh, Didn't know there was a sequel. <laughs> Bear, the Bear Wench Project. I don't know that one. <laughs> you don't know that one. No. Oh, that's you. You got to watch that one. Yeah, he's done uh, and a hundred other it, the, movies. Uh, the Witches of what? Breastwick. Witches of Breastwick. Oh, he did yeah. the Witches of Breastwick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know that one? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't at all. I don't at all. Yeah. So, uh, anyone else seen this film before, Kyle? Uh, no, actually, I I had not, and I um. I bought this movie when uh, Vestron Video launched. This was one of their first or second titles. It was another Blu-ray collector's company trying to put out some old cult films. So I, I bought it, and that was probably seven months ago, and I have yet to watch it. So I finally got a chance to actually watch a movie I bought. What about you, Mike? I had never seen this, nor did I uh, Nor did I actually want to for a long time because the only thing I knew about it was that the the, the cover art was like totally misleading. Like, I remember reading some article, like, these are the top five cover art things that are, like, the most misleading cover arts. Like, Is that like, real? Yeah, I, like, I read an article about it. Oh, I, thought and the, then, I thought the same thing, because I told I you like, when I brought it down, I was like, by the way, this cover art, total bullshit. No, I knew about it. And that pissed me <laughs> off. Yeah, no, I knew about it. And, and that I was, was like, like one of the reasons why like, I never watched it. Dismembered demon hand holding a shopping bag? Oh, <laughs> but I will t- oh, what am But I, I will tell for? you something about it. If you look very, very closely. Oh, it's definitely a cyborg hand. It's I a cyborg hand now. I see it now. <laughs> yeah. Still disappointed. It's very disappointing. There's no cyborgs in the movie. It sure, it sure isn't. No, or, <laughs> sure or, isn't. or hands holding bags. This is one of those films that I put to me in the Mike category of uh, I had thought I seen it, 
Oh, really? Yeah. And then I watched it, and then I was like... And then you realize, oh, I was just thinking of that one scene in Naya the Comet when uh, yeah. the, the, the crazies are in the mall with her. <laughs> no, no. Oh, uh, okay, because that's kept, what I thought. I just kept thinking, uh, fucking evil, or no, sorry, Dawn of the Dead mixed with hardware. Like, for some reason, those two films merged. And made a beautiful baby. Wait, after you saw it, you thought that? After I watched Chopping Mall, like, uh, for this time. I put those two films together for some reason. I don't know, mall, yeah. robot. Summer, I was, I was, some reason, <laughs> some reason, some reason it? is right. <laughs> I really hope you elaborate on Evil Dead. Yeah. Not Evil Dead. I said uh, Dawn of the Dead. Oh, Dawn of the Dead. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, I, the George I Romero film, Kyle. Went. Still, still not, still not seeing the connection, but. That's well, because it takes place in a mall. That's pretty much the connection. I just made okay. the connection for you. I said mall and robot. That's all you need to know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's all. Hardware has robots. That's all anybody needs to know. Dawn of the Dead has a mall. (laughs) What other movies take place Uh, in a mall? Hardware came after Chopping Mall. Oh, my God. I had thought I saw this film, and then I was like, oh, wait, no, that was The the Witches of Brestwick. (laughs) (laughs) Another important film from this director's body of work. I realized, wait a second, hold on. There's no forest in this. Yeah, I mean, there's there's breasts, but not nearly as many. And I like how I I imagine there's a forest. In the witches of Brestwick, yeah. I don't know why there wasn't in one of the Eastwick. <laughs> Just made that up. There's yeah. a lot, well, that's the difference. That's the difference. Yeah, in the towns, a lot of people don't know that. I went from small town USA to uh, a dark and wooded forest, and all of a sudden, I think it's like fucking Lord of the Rings. Yeah, <laughs> there's a volcano. I thought it was the Blair Witch. Did we say the Blair Witch? Was there a Blair Witch situation? The Bear Wench. The, the Bear, Bear Wench. There it is. There it is. All right. What do you say we take a break and we come back? We talk more about chopping mall. So let's set the scene a little bit. The film opens up with a uh, a, a very clever put together RoboCop video type type video, I should say. Mm. Yeah, a presentation as Robocop-esque. you will. esque. Yeah, yeah. Of what these these mall security robots, which are like kind of like a do. combination of like like RTD two meets like Johnny Five. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like it's a real. Oh well, I don't know about that comparison because neither of those are, are murderous killing machines. But you know what? Johnny Five had the capability to go on a murderous rampage. He was a war machine. He was built for that. That is true. He was <laughs> he, he was he was loaded with quite the munitions. Yeah, and so are these. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, we'll we, get into it. It's, it's more like Johnny Five meets meets uh, hardwired. Okay. Hardware. We, hardware. I'll accept that answer. We find right. out. I'm just getting all the names wrong tonight, guys. <laughs> I'm just letting you know now. The way they build this movie, you know, right off the bat, it's so funny. It's like everything they say is a lie. To me, in the, in the beginning of this film, right? So it's the opening thing of, like, they don't kill. They right. don't kill. Okay, they're going to kill somebody. Okay. I already know. We're not We're not on this journey if they didn't kill somebody. Yeah. This isn't Chopping Mall, a story of how these robots did a great job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So they have sleeping darts. 
It looks like they have tasers. Yep. Yep. Uh, they don't. Sh- they don't show this feature in in the in the video, which I think is a huge <laughs> selling feature. But the laser beams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I well, also think they, they kind. They address it though. They do. They do address it. What yeah, do they say? Because they say that they're they're equipped with the ability to cut through obstructions. Oh, okay. And that's the only time the lasers were actually used as designed was when they cut through the steel door to kill more humans. Correct. What about when they were shooting laser beams out of their eyes? That's just them taking taking a tool and turning it into a weapon, Chris. So here's (laughs) the thing, though. Here's the thing. Why the fuck do these things need to cut through goddamn metal, though? You know what? You what never know. To, what do they do is like you, you know, know you you plan you plan for everything and you hope for none of it. You know what? But the... I feel a little bad now because regular mall cops don't have blow torches. No, they don't. So they don't. <laughs> so they've no, they, they're they have, obviously missing a they, very they key have, they integral. Have, they have segues and limited power. Yeah, that's here's true. the thing you're missing <laughs> out on. It's Saturday. Yeah. Heavy shopping day, right? Okay. Pay less, having a huge sale. Mm-hmm. They Guess do what? Pay less. The the lock jammed. Who's gonna come and uh, unlock that for you? Uh, the guy that has that has the big no. giant jaws of life thingy. That takes too long. It's gonna be the robot with the laser vision. Yeah. I don't feel like the robot's that <laughs> that that helpful. Yeah, though. and also it took like ten minutes to cut through that door. It, it took longer. They fell asleep. They did. <laughs> they actually they it took actually, all night. They took a nap. I would they like power I would like that. to time how long it takes for that robot to get through that metal wall, and how long it takes Prince Edward to like cut through that fucking crawl. Door. Prince Edward. Prince Edward? The fuck was his name? Prince R- 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 Romaldi? What? what are you talking are you about? Are you asking if we have Prince Rupert in a can? <laughs> Is it Rupert? <laughs> Rupert? No, I just dropped some really old prince? shitty joke. Are, Sorry. Is, is his name Prince? No, his he name is definitely no one named a prince. prince. What are you There's talking no one named about? Prince in Fucking this film. Kroll. We had a whole discussion. Remember when we did the episode of Kroll? Kroll. <laughs> when you talking about no. the actual Kroll device? <laughs> and, we, and we talked about how long it took him to cut through the door. Yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah, okay. At least one person's on the page yeah, here. I remember that part. Now I'd like to time that one th- in this film side by side <laughs> and see who... Takes the longer time to cut through a door. I think Kroll, I think Kroll wins because nobody took a nap in Kroll. <laughs> like he didn't like he didn't like he didn't huck that thing off and he's like, well, you know, I've got I've got about I've got about an hour and twenty. I'm gonna power nap through this. All right. I'm gonna be full of energy, ready to rock. We're still at the beginning of this film. Oh, I know. Where that, we've already told, said everything we need to know about it. <laughs> So that the, they're basically being sold on these security robots, which uh, take place on the same night as a bitchin' party. Yeah, bitchin' party in the uh, furniture store. The furniture store, because that's where you go for parties. Right? Well, where are a the lot beds? of cushions, a lot of where beds. Are the beds? Yeah. Dude, if I was gonna party Makes sense. in the mall in the eighties, dude, that's the place you do it. Yeah, if I was gonna buy furniture in the eighties, I wouldn't go to the mall. <laughs> Not after seeing this film. <laughs> Not after seeing this film, yeah. I wouldn't. Nope, you don't know how many people ba- bone on that on that's, that settee. Apparently, that's all they do. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we're introduced to these teenagers, uh, and I use this term loosely. Yeah, I would, <laughs> because I'm really confused on this. What age group did you guys think that this this gang of eight? I was? okay, I'll go first because I mean we already kind of started out the conversation, and then we then we killed it earlier, Cody. But I honestly feel like these are post high school. Mid college age kids. I mean, one of the kids is talking about he can't party. He's got to do the books. I mean, like he just seems they. At least all the kids that work in their furniture store have to not have to be past high school, in college, or po- even post college. You would think, 
Yeah. yeah. You would think. Is yeah. that what you think, Chris? I, just, I don't know why. Why? I just kept thinking 20s. Th- then you have the couple, then you have the couple of mechanics. They they're easily past their 20s. 23. It's a weird thing. There's a weird 20, 23 to 27. Yeah. There's yeah. a one weird scene where I question this. <clears throat> the only ones that are uh, young listen, is the two girls. Here's the thing. I'm I'm going to say yeah, mid 20s for sure, but I'm going to tell you right off the bat it's not because this is the fucking 80s film and <laughs> everything well, took on. place in high school. And plus that girl's dad that's was the like scene super that's so into, weird. Here's like, why it's not weird. Maybe she is a, a younger girl, and like well, that's the whole weird thing about it. Is like so the older twenty year old creep from the furniture store is I coming have, over. Hey, I have that, thank you. That nerdy guy was not a creep. He was genuine. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about the Biff yeah. looking yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, that guy was a total douchebag. That dude with that severe case of asshole face hold on. <laughs> and asshole <laughs> hair. Like he got a lot of roles because of that face. Hold, hold on, yeah, now. Right? that conversation makes me think a little bit different and. I agree with you where you would think this is the one girl that may be, maybe that's just, just an isolated conversation. But then when it's later revealed of her breast augmentation, <laughs> wait, which girl are you talking about? We're talking about the different girls. No, that's the girl that the, the, the they girl talk about her getting a breast. No, oh, she obviously has a boob job. Oh, well, when I mean, you see her topless listen. and I'm like, all right, okay. Oh, you're, talking about, you're talking about the girl that works in the uh, in furniture the... store with her dad. No, no, she doesn't work in the it's furniture, furniture store. store. She, she works in the clothing store yeah. with her dad. Okay, I was talking about the our main lead girl. No, it makes me question. She feels like she's the young one of the bus. Right? The rest feel old in their twenties. The married. I mean, I guess we can or, say or are you talking about Kelly Maroney? Kelly Maroney. Kelly Maroney. Okay, Kelly. But... She just has that look. I feel like that young look. Look, she was she was she was born to be the final girl in this film. I mean, like. Yeah. yeah, so what she that that you know it right off the but bat. That conversation where he comes in to, to talk about the party, and then she's like, "Don't worry, Dad. He's just taking me over to whoever's house for a sleepover." It's yeah. like, how old are you? Yeah, they're yeah. A, they're eighteen. They're like they're high school kids, and and then they're not post high school. <laughs> Going post high school. I, but, okay, there's a collection of ages here. Yeah, I think I think there is a healthy collection of ages. So we're introduced to this cast of kids. Two of them are waitresses, just like you would have working in a mall. Yep two two of them are, are waitresses who uh, they they hear they're going to go to the one's going to this party. The other one's I don't know. Is she new in town? Is Maroni new in new in town? <laughs> is she new in town? She always seems like she's new in town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> weird thing. I was like, I'm gonna hook you up with the guy. I I, I took it as that she just started working in the mall, and as most people in a mall do, they took. A liking to her, yes, yeah. and said, "I'm gonna get you laid tonight." Yes, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes me wonder why I never got a job at a mall. Or, or as I believe, it's a 1980s film, so I say, "I'm gonna get you. You're gonna make it with someone today. Make it, uh, yeah. And you don't do it. You make it. You make it. Yeah. So Everybody this party that. happens, and then after the party, a wild orgy breaks out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we just talk about that? Yeah. 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 That Tell- is a fucking weird moment, right? Because it's like just people are. Like if, if I was like in a, in a in a party and then all of a sudden like two people just started banging on the couch, I mean there's the porn story of it where it's like yeah you're super into it and then there's like the real life story where you're kind of like it's a fucking weird place. There's to literally be. every couple is having weird sex. Place yeah. to be right now. I mean you just, just moved it. to the other couch. Every couple is having <laughs> sex except for the two nerds sitting on the couch. Fucking well, nerds. Well look Maloney Maloney and Maroney whatever her name was. <laughs> Maloney Maloney Maloney, Maloney is not a nerd. I, she is not like a nerd. Police she academy. She is not yet. a nerd. I agree. Right. I agree. She's not She's a nerd. Not yeah, nerd. But she just got paired up with the nerd who happened to be you know what uh, kind dude, of a nice Clark, guy. Clark Kent is super nice. Clark Kent is nice. She's like the she's like the nice. also the best looking. Dude, out of those guys. He actually is. He took his yeah. glasses off. Like, yeah, all they did so was bad. they put some glasses on him. They said, "You're going to be the nerd," and he was like, "But I'm a model." 
but I'm a JCPenney model. And they were like, no, we're going to put these glasses on. You're going to be how a high fucking he was nerd. wearing his pants, Mike? Come on. Come yeah, on. That, that's, that's, that's costuming. Everybody knows pants plus glasses equal nerd. High pants. pants. High pants. Pencil protector. Yeah. So the as whole nine. Collating as, papers. That's all you need. That's all you need. Yeah. As this raging party is going on. Also, hold on one second before you continue with this yeah, party. Don't complete the show. Go hold on, on, Kyle. Hold on. <laughs> hold on one second. You totally breezed past our opening monologue, which included six bikini-clad women just strolling through a mall. Did anybody know what that was even about? It didn't have to be about anything. It, it, they like had all, sashes on that had like weird. Doesn't all matter the families me? and kids like cheering. There them was on like and... weird shit printed on their sashes that was like like there was like it was almost like it, a protest beauty, of some it's a sort. Pageant. They weren't beauty pageants. No, they had like weird shit printed no, on their. It was like mattress store. Sashes. It was like mattress store upstairs. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I think that they worked at the uh, at the Spencers. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. They're showcasing their latest summer line. Yes, I believe that's what it was. So as this is is going on, uh, these kids are having this party uh, at Command Center One, where these robots are. Uh, is it Command Center One or Command Center only? I, who knows? <laughs> uh, where these robots are controlled. Mm-hmm. And I think is it a different set of robots are in the room with them? No, no, those are the same three. There's only three robots. So in does the whole this film. take place at the mall? Is that room yes. in the mall? Yeah, that yeah. Mall, that room yeah. is definitely in the mall. Okay. Floor three. Yeah, floor three. It's where they build them. Floor three. That's what, they, that's what they thought it was. <laughs> yeah, three. Three is where the command center was housed. The satellite dish was on the roof that sent the signals to the cops. Yeah, and sent the signals to the robots. Robots. The robots. Robots. And uh, that's where all hell breaks loose. Well, that kind of brings me to my next question is when all hell breaks loose. What they have is the mother of all storms. <laughs> uh, storm storm I of mean, the last five centuries. I mean, just lightning storm like you wouldn't believe. Lightning does not strike once. Somebody said, it's somebody like smart. Place storm. Somebody smart once said lightning doesn't strike the same place twice. Yeah, they did say they that. They never watched this movie. Did not see this movie. Did it strike the same exact place? It strikes the exact I, same place at least Seven. That's what times? it feels like. It feels, it feels like seven. It's like the hand of Zeus himself was like, "Fuck this mall." Well, Which, yeah. No, the <laughs> fuck these robots. Yeah, yeah. fucking. And bolts made down. a huge mistake. Bolts Didn't realize down. he was going to create a fucking well, killing no, machine. I actually, I actually said, "Was this event created by God?" You think was God, was God, God angry about AI? God was angry about, about AI and malls. turned it against or the people. He was he was angry about consumerism. Yeah. Man, yeah, man had created life with these machines, <laughs> and he was going to God was going to show them. <clears throat> yeah, he he's still what, he's still top dog. What the life they could create could do to he's them. He's still top dog. This like, mall was like a very, Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. <laughs> it really was a real situation. It really was <laughs> where it's where his, he smote. I believe is that they say in the Bible. He yeah, said he smoot, was going to smote smoot. these children. There you go. Having sex, because you don't have sex before marriage. Or and you know what? That. The two that didn't have sex, guess what? They won. Yeah, they did. You know what? I think we figured this out. And the out. prize was life. All right, let's go to the ratings. <laughs> so apparently... <laughs> so it, anyways, it hits the communication box, which apparently if lightning hits a communication box, will fucking short circuit your shit to make it kill you. Well, wait. Short circuit. But if it hits the robot, it, tur- it comes alive. And it's, it's a, a peaceful robot. This <laughs> <laughs> is reminding me when you said that. That's very weird. Lightning <laughs> is a constant. I, I said this to Cody. Why is lightning the constant destro- destroyer of peaceful technology in, in the 80s? Yeah. It's or, always or, lightning. Or, or a bringer like of life. Like Jason. <laughs> yes. There you go. Yeah. Jay- brought Jason back. 
Sure did. Turns things murderous. Yeah, always. Well, Jason was already Except murderous. For so Five. Example. Except for Johnny Five. Johnny Five was a nice guy. These machines come to life. They're very tactful. They kill the, the first. How do they hide bodies? Let's get into that, too. How do they hide bodies? They, yeah. Well, they have four claws, and they just use them in conjunction with their mm. tractor wheels. Where are they putting them, though? Yeah, where are they putting these bodies? <laughs> Like they just maybe they put it in like a den of some sort and they feed on them later. <laughs> a dark, a very dark <laughs> twist of this film. It's like they're, they're either eating them or fucking them. Like one of the two. Well, let's talk about let's let's continue, Cody, because let's talk about the the lack of of uh, situational awareness that these technicians seem to actually have. <laughs> Our first technician, who is casually eating, lo- looks like a pile of donuts. <laughs> Um, he gets killed because he's looking at porn. He's looking at a nudie magazine, <laughs> and a claw comes through and kills him. Body vanishes along with the blood. Mm-hmm. Technician two comes in. What does he do? He looks around the room. Ah, technician one left. I'm going to eat his donut real fast. <laughs> Sits down, starts reading a book. Here's a beep boop bop behind him. <laughs> looks. Ah, nothing's out of the ordinary. Goes back to reading his book. Here's another fucking little little doodad robot sound. Turns around. Guess what? Robot number one, five feet closer to him than was previously. Now not phased by that at all. Bullshit, because you know what? I would fucking do that situation. Yeah, that robot moved on its own. So uh, fuck this job and fuck all you guys. I'm out of here. But I, no, he I went back like, to reading his fucking book. I feel like he, like, each with each turnaround, he turned back around more irritated than the last time. Right, like, like he, he was, was like, bothered. <sighs> And All then right, he was doing, my... and then he was doing that over the shoulder, like I'm gonna catch him. Quick look. Nope, didn't move that time. <laughs> yeah, maybe he thought he was moving backwards. They can't on the move chair. on. They can't move on. Deserve to die. Also, side note: watch the trailer. I thought that technician was actually one of the survivors. I will watch. They the make trailer. it seem like that. Yes, they do. That he <laughs> the was one of the is... survivors. Yeah, huh. <laughs> he fucking huh. did. They say right. in the movie, nothing can go wrong, so nothing can go wrong, Kyle. That's where the belief is. He really believes in the technology that yeah. much. Yeah. saying a deep meaning. This film is saying a deep thing if I, about if, how if, we put too much trust in technology. Let me tell you, if I'm in, the, if I'm in a room alone with an inanimate object, let's take a couch, <laughs> and I turn around, that couch is now five feet closer to me. I'm leaving that room well, forever. <laughs> Does that couch- And whoever, if I owned that room, like let's say it was a house, I would sell it and then just Does that couch have sleep darts? I, I hope not, because my day is about to get real fucked up. <laughs> so as that happened, the technicians are now dead. The orgy has ended. <laughs> the orgy has ended, and guess what we need? We need a pack of cigarettes. We need a stat. <laughs> yeah. So we send we send uh, Biff. Yeah, we, I, 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 na- I sure. labeled him as douche one <laughs> in this movie, actually. Who was he? What was his name I in can't this? remember names, man. In this movie, that's a bit. That's, that's okay. Yeah, they're, they're, they're more face characters than name oh, characters. Oh, Mike. His name is Mike. Oh, there you go. So Mike, Mike runs to the cigarette machine to get a pack of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Ends up getting his throat slit. Well, before <laughs> that, he, he is just aghast to find out that the pack of cigarettes was a buck 75. Just to throw it <laughs> off. I'd also like to know that <laughs> this is the moment of the film where I realized, like, did they piece to get what? How much did this film cost? 500,000? 800,000. 800,000. I feel like they, wow. they got the 800,000. Put it all in the robot. By just calling up every single company that was in this film mm-hmm. and said, could you give us, like, I don't know, like $25 for product placement? Because, like, yeah. it, there's moments in this film where I feel like, what the fuck? Like, where, like, the girl's like, I don't smoke camels. Right. I smoke, like, she's so deliberate about I it. Said, what did she say? She said, what are they, Virginia Slims? I can't remember what she... Something what she like makes. that, yeah. But, like, 
there's so many shots of product placement, and there's so many weird moments where it seems like they're. Oh, this movie was totally making an attempt by, to try to. Yeah, I mean, it's it has to be because yeah, this whole movie. I mean, yeah, it takes place in a mall. And Chris, you mentioned like I, I I put this together with like Dawn of the Dead and another thing. Like the really the only product placement that exists in Dawn of the Dead is pennies. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 shop pennies. All other than shops, that, you don't see any other fucking products in that fucking. Yeah, I feel film, like right? all the shops were legitimate, which I thought was kind of weird because normally, well, I don't. What was the the, the sporting goods store? That wasn't real. No, I never heard of that one before. Yeah, I don't, some no funny name, Roberts, whatever you know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were all legit. They probably just filmed what at night when they were all closed and yeah. like. But I was always like wondering, like, how did they get away with smashing all this glass and shit? I feel like that was a, either smash. a stage or that was one of the, like, vacant buildings and they just kind yeah. of dressed it up to look, make it they look like a it. lot of glass They did this. two <laughs> days in the studio, so... Yeah. Well, yeah. whatever. <laughs> all those scenes, just all the windows We're just breaking. doing the glass smashing the next two days? Next two days are going to be nothing but smashing glass, guys, so get on safety goggles. <laughs> all right. Well, what happened? Flash Gordon dies, what happened? So... <laughs> He gets his uh, throat slit, and then his girlfriend runs out to check on him because it's been where's her cigarettes? It's been a while, you know what I mean. Uh, and <laughs> she finds him there, mm-hmm. and he has the worst cut throat I think I've ever seen in cinema. Oh, I know it you looks so the, fucking bad. The effect was terrible. Oh, oh my god, god. it, it looks rough, man. Like a flap of just yeah, like it fake was late. fucking horrible. It was fake yeah. latex and and I like, actually thought and arteries that don't bleed until you turn be, a certain because way. Because the way the flap was, I actually thought like his head was just sitting on there. Like when she moved him, his head would topple off. That's mm-hmm. the kind of cut that it looked like he had on his right. throat. Yeah. When in all actuality, it was just a, a, a claw that just kind of gripped his larynx and like you <laughs> squeezed. Know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was really bad. They really, they, bad. they, but, re- they really but wrote- there is a there is there's a big hairy butt coming around there's, the corner right now. <laughs> there's an upside to this scene. Yeah. And that's the chick's death. Yeah. yeah it's like Susie's, the best shot. Susie's death, which hold on though. We gotta talk about this because I get confused here. Now this is my question of when what when do, do they have to power up the lasers? Does it stronger on the third shot? The fifth shot. How does this work in yeah. the world? So it like hits her in the leg. And maybe if it just hits, hits in, a soft dude, spot like an eyeball. It does my favorite shot ever where it just hits her in the ass. <laughs> While she's running. <laughs> While she's running and it's like laughable and it like stings her. Nothing happens. It doesn't even singe the clothes. Right. Yeah. The next shot is a laser hitting her in the face and her fucking head exploding. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was so shocked by that. Yeah. Like I really, I, I actually went like, whoa. It was like deadly friend yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was, was just so ridiculous. Ne- isn't like the next thing the Completely robots? Completely blown, blown off and it was slow-mo too so you just see it explode like chunks yeah, yeah. bro and then they break into the the furniture store and just start blowing shit up <laughs> and you're like wait you just hit somebody's ass and it didn't do anything and now yeah. you're blowing holes maybe through. maybe it depends on the threat level it's very simple it's i have a simple answer lasers are good against steel or any other hard object but not silicon <laughs> or if silk it, if it had shot her in it's the ass or the breast well, no, it, I, think it, right it, off. It, I think it's silk because she was wearing a silk nighty. Oh, you think it's silk? It can't penetrate silk. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a very weird. <laughs> the, it's this robot. It's a weird wavelength of light. <laughs> yeah. It's sateen. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, though, for me, brings me to my next question, which is why does this movie kind of suck when the really? robots start killing people? Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. What do you mean? Like, like it, the film gets worse as it, death yeah, happens? Yeah, I I want to disagree when, for one moment for just one kill. 
Okay. And okay. It's, I believe it's the next kill. Uh-huh. Which is the girl on fire. Yes. And then the two people just staring. <laughs> That's like for so long. <laughs> and it's just like, we need to save her. And they're just like, I don't know. I, we could just watch her burn. <laughs> I remember thinking to myself on that scene, like, wow, I would have looked away a lot sooner. Yeah. I would have looked away they a lot sooner right the, now. They're, they're more awestruck by the situation <laughs> than they are in like horror. Well, I didn't think she'd go up that fast. They're like, wow, that's. <laughs> Wow. I think that's one of my biggest issues. It's like with watching this one movie, of those nickelball fucking videos. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when it's you pour gasoline? You know what's gonna happen. Woman. What's gonna happen? Is this nickelball gonna burn through this guitar? <laughs> yeah. Obviously it will. But I'm gonna watch it for ten minutes, sure. <laughs> Are you saying Chris? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're saying it's something you hate the most about this movie. Oh, I was yeah, no, the the thing that bugged me the most, though, about it was just exactly what you're describing. Is like none of the reactions seemed right to mm. like any of this. Everybody, <laughs> like, like if I had to guess, I would say Kelly Maroney kind of phoned this one in. Like, yeah, I would say that too. I don't. I'm not saying she's an Academy Award winner, but like compared to like Night of the Comet and like even Zero Boys, like this one seemed yeah. like almost it was like she was irritated to do the movie. Yeah. So none of her re- reactions to any of this seemed like terror or, you know, anything. <laughs> yeah, her, her reactions are all about the same. It's just kind of this, like, vacant stare. Well, yeah. the director did say one of the reasons he wanted to cast her was so that he could date her. Yeah. Well, that's... <laughs> Well, you know what? It's some it's creepy that, ass shit. The, yes, it is. <laughs> it's a creepy ass fucking that, thing. If you want to get a guaranteed performance out of your actors, yeah. make <laughs> you them should feel come, You should come on to them at every possible yeah. moment. <laughs> really scare them, man. Put the fear <laughs> in their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, what I mean by that is, is like, dude, I watched this movie twice, and every time it got to, like, after the head explosion scene, it would just start zoning out. And I don't know. Oh, the problem with that yeah. is this movie's only an hour and 15 minutes. No so, like, way. Nobody should be zoning I'm out. I'm not going to lie. Know? That's I, an hour and 15 minutes? I really yeah. thought this was longer. Oh, that so did, did not I. feel like that to me <laughs> at That's all. That's what I'm saying. It like, like a two-hour movie. I mean, shit, if you fast forward straight from straight from the, the, the scene after the head pop and they break into the furniture store, you have the three girls in the air ducts. That is like the longest fucking scene ever. And it's ridiculous. Like they get up there and then that girl like, freaks out like, oh, I think the heat got turned on. Rick needs me. I, he what? needs me. I'm like, I'd be like, bye, bitch. See ya. Go so find like, him. Like, like, I, like Rick needs me. He he might be in danger, but like Rick's more, seems way more capable than you. You can't even handle yeah. hot steel. Wait, I can feel yeah, it. I, I can vents. sense it. Was Rick the one with the M16 that sounded like a fucking cannon from <laughs> no, 1800s? No, no. Rick, Rick, um, Rick was the one with the pump shotgun. Yeah. Okay, the the M16 was the was the mechanic guy. Rick is the one that goes to that weird. Well, later on, we'll talk about his weird fucking breakdown moment. Oh my god! Where oh yeah, where he's got the shotgun and he's loading it. No, it's like he just like breaks down. Like he just like completely turns into a different person. Oh, when they're in the when the shop being quiet. Yeah, it's like. Yeah. It's like a complete 180. Yeah. And I get it. His girlfriend died, and she burned alive, and the two people just watched her die. <laughs> didn't, didn't, even, <laughs> didn't even attempt to put that fire out. No, yeah. no attempt to His save her. His reaction was even shitty. It's true. But like, Why did a, you leave the vent? He, he comes <laughs> off as like a super thing. nice yeah. guy at the beginning of this. No, he doesn't. Really? He does not come out as a super nice guy. He it's, comes like off as kind of like, like cool he comes off as like the puppeteer, like, like controlling this whole. Yeah, he comes off as kind of a douche. Yeah, really? 
Yeah, oh. he he's like like I I refer to my character as douche one, and he was douche two because oh, he douche came two. off as as kind oh, of douche douchey. Two. Oh, douche two, yeah. douche two, <laughs> douche two. Oh, it all makes sense now. Yeah. Lining up the douches. <laughs> yeah. When you, when you look at the actual yeah. character names, you understand now. <laughs> two douches. <laughs> no, dude, he it, just struck me as kind of like a slimy, scummy kind of guy. He got days. cooler. Um, after the robots attacked because he was kind of like a team player. Like, they were all working together. But, like, I mean, he was never as cool as the nerd or the mechanic guy. Those were definitely the cooler characters. The mechanic guys, like I said, dude, that M16 is like a fucking... I'm like, holy shit, what are you shooting out of there? Those, like, automatic rifles they were firing off in there, too? They had a whole arsenal. Jesus. And they couldn't stop them. And from the mall, too. Back in the day when the mall sold machine guns. Yeah, exactly. That's when fucking America was America. Let's just be honest here. (laughs) All right, you can just walk into a walk into a dicks. <laughs> like, I will take an AR-15, but not the one that has a cannon fire. The yeah. one that sounds like something you would put on a pirate ship. Oh yeah, you're going on the watch list for sure, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> not today, <laughs> but back in the '80s. Guess what? Here, yeah. Here you well, go, that's a, that's the Two same. That's one the same deal. issue. Honestly, I've always had with the movie Dawn of the Dead. Like, what fucking shopping mall has a fucking arsenal inside of it you know like I, if you've ever like i don't think anybody in this room has purchased a gun before i have you know you what can, happens you can go to walmart and buy yeah you gun. know what happens when you buy a gun at walmart no i don't know all right you do the paperwork you pay for it yeah. they box it up they walk you to the front door holding the gun and then when you're at the front door they then hand you the gun and then watch you leave like what's gonna happen at a mall? You're gonna go to a mall you know buy a gun and be like all right i gotta run down to kb toys and get <laughs> get a get a fucking Fucking Ernie doll for my kid here. Just carrying a fucking get a little Ernie doll. Get a fucking assault rifle over your shoulder. Like this, this is so weird to me. An Ernie doll. Yeah. I don't know. It's the first thing I could come up with, guys. A little but Sesame Street. A little yeah. Sesame Street action there. A little whiskey man, GI Joe, any of those. I mean, I went with you Ernie know what? from you Sesame know what? Street. Fill in the blank. KB's gonna put you on the watch list. I don't think KB toys exist anymore. I don't right? think they do either. I don't oh. think so. But I mean, I like, I just kind of lose focus after that in this in this film. It's I mean, because listen, nothing happens. They just run around the mall back and forth for like thirty minutes. Kyle's like, right. They they literally take a nap in the middle of the film. Yeah, <laughs> they literally take a fucking not nap. A good sign. That's not a good thing. <laughs> like, like, well, they're tired. Yeah. The, te- the the threat level is not very high if you're able to get your Z's on. Did you like the decorations in the background, the art design with his own posters of his films hanging in the background? Did you is even that what that? those were? Yeah. Oh, oh, really? I didn't know. Yeah. That was in the restaurant because I remember that yeah. in the weird, in the fucking, I don't even know what kind of restaurant it was, some kind of diner thing, yeah. but like the wall was covered in movie posters. I'm like, oh, is this like a theater? It's like or? a Five Guys and Fries. <laughs> you know? Like, why is there movie posters in this? It's like a Johnny Rockets. Yeah. yeah. You know, real hip. Something real, real cool. hip. <laughs> they get it. You know it. what? Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about Chopping Mall. What now? Find some way out of here. We're going to have to defend ourselves. This place got a sporting goods store? Heck and pause. Let's go. Come on. How are we going to get in? Don't worry. I got the keys. Let's go send those fuckers a Rambo Graham. And we're back. We're talking about Chopping Mall. This is Chris's pick. Do we want to get in some texts? 
Some technical? Some tech. Some techs. You want to go down that tech road? What do you want to talk about with technical? That I, their, their mastery of, of robotics? Of, of painting laser beams onto film? I was impressed. Shut yeah? up. What? I thought it was all right. The effects are pretty bad, except for the head <laughs> pop, I would say. Yeah, the, that that shots are nothing right. But home like it's about. like it's also like the best the kill the film like kind of it is like it's a weird thing about it right like the janitor he, gets shocked I, like which by the way let's love that janitor yeah Dick Miller Dick Miller goddamn 80s icon yeah. <laughs> really like I mean like the star of every 80s film I think there was love. a documentary that came out last year, the year is it before. called Dick Miller it's called that guy Dick Miller. Oh, and man. it's about his career and him being just that guy. That's he awesome. was so like, I mean, he, fucking. He's in fucking everything. Gremlins. Oh yeah. Goddamn. His, uh, his, his, his list. I think it's something like 180 or 200 something. Films. He was. He was like the guy that you just put in an 80s film if you wanted him to steal the scene. He was the Willem right. Dafoe. <laughs> no, yeah. like no, getting like, real deep. I mean, I guess <laughs> it was the Nick Cage. The Nick Cage, <laughs> and even his death, like it's like it's such a weird. It's just, it's like a weird scene. Like it's like, yeah, I felt like the robot missed because he's did, basically mopping up. Well, what he looks did, like milkshake vomit and Cheerios, yeah. <laughs> and then like the robot comes over and fires its taser next to him into the puddle, and then turns it on. Like, why don't you just shoot him in the chest? Dude, it's why did you have to actually conductor? Why did you actually have to like? <laughs> Plan that in that I'm not going to kill him directly. I'm going like to kill him with the liquid. So he's just set up you can't rationalize how a robot thinks, Kyle. But it's also like that scene in Batman Returns where he shoots the gun and then it misses him and then he pulls it and then the concrete thing hits him in the back of the head. Yeah, yeah. Except, the whole time except I'm that was like, like that was a good Batman. scene. That was a, that was a good <laughs> scene because you they, didn't see it coming. This was just kind of like, oh, your your taser just fell. But what I'm asking limply is, it, is did the, the robot Batman him? Yes. I mean, sure. <laughs> But sure. why? But why would a robot have that kind of AI? Like, why would it have that sense of irony? <laughs> <laughs> I missed, or did I? <laughs> stupid human tricked you. <laughs> tricked you, stupid human. Fuck you, ridiculous. This is I why mean, you all must die now. Look, look you want you, you want to talk about technical? I mean. Shit, dude. There's nothing I can easily pick out and be like, that was pretty good. On, the only I, thing that I, I thought can. was the only thing I thought was like impressive was how over the top that final explosion really was in the paint store. Oh, like yeah. that was like they had they that that store was loaded way too much with explosive material. I loved all the explosions. I even think they went as far as to like when they were shooting, like there were sparks hitting the back walls <laughs> because they wanted it to look like there were bullets hitting it. Like like I think that's where they d- did right with this was like some of like the pyro stuff. <laughs> I what? Like, I, I mean, like, they used a lot more of it than most films I did guess at this so. time. Like uh, on that. You budget. know where I was out on the ending though. I mean, it's the first time in cold film movie history we're praising the pyrotechni- pyrotechnician on set. The end of the film is like I've never seen a paint can that easy to open. Let no, alone. she was just popping that yeah. shit yeah. off. She got that Popeye arm. I've, I've, <laughs> I, I have fought with every paint can I've ever opened. Not her. Not no. even an issue. She probably, she probably worked at like a Lowe's. <laughs> <laughs> that before that was a little me? character backstory before she worked at the diner. She, she, she worked, worked in the Lowe's. paint Everybody, department yeah. at a German willing. This is a bare <laughs> cobalt 247. Everybody knows this one. This one really will light them up. Um, no, but they made robots, though. Like, let's give them credit for that. They built yes. some fucking robots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. They, they, they're not the worst looking robots. No, they're not. 
No, Battlestar Galactica. For ni- I mean, for me. 1976. Yeah. Yeah, they got that Knight Rider eye going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Made out of a trash can. Okay, and here's another question. It has nothing to do with technical. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> but it does have to do with the fact that bullets don't pierce them, but kind of they do. If you shoot them in the eyes. I guess the glass part is... Yeah, that's a vulnerable spot. Yeah. That was point blank. That was point, point blank. blank shot. Explosions kill it. Fire. I think we're leaving out... Explosions don't always kill it, though. Because they exploded out... it with a propane tank, and that one lifted itself right up after apparently leaking out robot blood. blood. Yeah, yeah, robot blood. That's important to know that robots <laughs> have blood. Well, they're probably alive at well, this Well, we point. were talking about them taking people back and eating them. That's probably where it's coming from. <laughs> <laughs> They need to survive with the the flesh of man. We are forgetting <laughs> the <laughs> most. We're forgetting the most important thing that if you have a robot killer in a movie, you must give them a catchphrase. Yeah, oh yeah. The robot did have a catchphrase. Yeah, what was it? Have a nice, have a nice day. day. There you go. They're like Mick Foley. Yeah, because the Mick Foley of robots, yeah. of Mick killer Foley. robots. They're the mankind of robots. Of killer mall security. <laughs> Maybe like mankind's like yeah, I saw the movie yeah. Shopping Mall. Yeah. And, uh, I was inspired. I, I'm not gonna lie, I based my whole career off it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to dress up like a robot. Uh, they and the me. irony was that my name was Mankind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Chris, what are we rating this mammer jammer? We're gonna rate this Dick Millers. All right, guys. Let's start out with Mike. Mike, how many Dick Millers are you gonna give Chopping Mall? Oh man. <laughs> I feel like like two and a half Dick Millers. Okay. Which makes me feel bad because I would hate to cut Dick Miller's head in half. Yeah. Like I want to I want to give I, I kind of want to give it three, but only because I just want to I want to see all of Dick Miller's face. But no. Like, yeah, it's just not it's like that that great of a film, man. Like I understand <laughs> it has a cold following, and I understand like I okay, I guess we didn't even ask this, like what makes this a cult film. Yeah. We like, didn't it's like the the first time we've ever d- not asked this question but like <laughs> like i guess i'm still trying to figure i mean i get it like i guess the idea behind it is so absurd uh, i'll tell you what it is okay well when we get to you we will okay i just don't under i i just don't think it's that great of a film in general it's slow at parts you're right people take a nap and 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 so should probably the audience at some points like i just don't get it like it's not that gory Maybe it's because it's so. There's some bad. There's some really bad parts in it. There is, and it's so kind of absurd. But otherwise, it's like it's not a fun watch. It's not a great watch. <laughs> <laughs> really selling that two and a half, <laughs> middle of the road. But okay, on the good side, like I mean, like robots and lasers and shit. <laughs> Like, I didn't hate the film. It just looks like there was parts where it was just like, all right, I'm checking out. Two yeah. and a half, two and a half. It's just average. It's like not that great. <laughs> all right, Kyle. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Why is it a cold film, Kyle? Uh, I'm probably going to... Dude, I'm probably in the same boat as you. Like, I don't feel... I don't feel enough... I had enough fun with the ridiculousness of the film that I can't give it a one. I'm going to go two and a half along with you, middle of the road. Um, I think one of the reasons it is a cult film probably has a whole lot to do with that head pop. Mm. That's a pretty intense scene that completely catches you off guard as a viewer. And anybody that's into horror movies is going to appreciate that shit and going to and going to associate that with other 
great horror films, you know, like Down on the Dead and and uh, um, Maniac or 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 um, even Deadly Friend. Okay. <clears throat> Or scanners. There you go. That's another good one. That's a real head popper. Other than that, I agree with what we've said so far, which is that yeah, until the robots show up, like it's actually a pretty engaging film. I feel like I like the characters. I like the different archetypes that they create out of these characters. They're very specific archetypes. They're like to the to the fucking T. Mm-hmm. Um, but once the once the robots start doing their shit, it's just kinda like meh. Falls apart. Nah. I mean, they, they we didn't talk about this yet, but they, they literally spend like real time, like 30 minutes building a rocket elevator to kill one of the robots. They really do, man. And it's it, like a really bad episode of MacGyver. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I'm impressed by the fact that they only had a budget of $800,000, mostly because of the robots themselves. The fact that they, 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 they created those was cool. Um, the fact that they got to shoot inside of a mall is fucking also very cool. Um, but yeah, overall, it's a movie that hits you with a few little things here and there, but otherwise is relatively boring. So, yeah, two and a half for me. Yeah, I would agree. I'm at two and a half. I think it's an okay film at best. Yeah, that's the easiest way I can describe it. It's not one that I'm gonna rush out and tell people to watch, and it's not one that I would say you know don't watch that film. Um, I'm not, I'm not in love with it, but I don't hate it. Um, I was shocked to find out it's only an hour and 15 minutes because it feels like a two hour long movie. Um, the pacing does die a little bit after the robots start killing people, which is so weird for the pacing to die in the action part of the film. Yeah. It's just weird. So yeah, two and a half for me. Chris? I wasn't super impressed with this one either. I'm going to go with two and a half. Um, yeah, just after talking about it, it was like, you know, this was obviously kind of all over the place because the movie's just not that interesting start to finish like there's little nuggets uh you know little scenes that you know you you snap back in and focus on and then you kind of duck out for a while and i honestly thought you know for the for a final girl um kelly maroney just seemed like she wasn't into it and you know everybody else was kind of weak too um it's it's not it's not something you shouldn't see, but I, I just don't take it away as like a memorable film. Um, the robot, you know, was ambitious and some of the effects were ambitious too on the budget that they had. But I think that's what people are pretty much latching on to. The fact that it's killer robots and there's a couple cool kills in the film and that it's in a shopping mall. Other than that, uh, yeah, two and a half Dick Millers for me. All right, guys, that's our show. We do have a review to read. Yes. Would anyone like to read it, or shall I Why don't you? You haven't read one in a while. Well, there's a reason for that. (laughs) The Smash Mouth of Podcasts by your pal Sal. Sal's. Sal's? Like multiple Sal's? Yep. All right. The show is hilarious. I love the chemistry. It's like listening to a circle of friends BS about movies. I can't get enough of the catchphrases like... The movies you love, but no one else gets. And of course, if you're going to join a cult, make sure they watch great movies. I am new to the show, but I am hooked. Nice. Thank cool. you. Thank you. I'm, Thank glad. I'm glad. He, he, na- he nailed it. It is a group of friends BSing about movies. That's exactly. That's pretty so much fucking what we, nailed it. We, yeah, we based this off of. Yeah. That's pretty much what we That do. was our direction. Mm-hmm. We didn't really have another direction because we don't know anything else. But That's sure. Right. That's it. There you go. Great salesman, Mike. All right, guys, that's our show (laughs) for this week. Make sure you head over to iTunes. You leave us a review. We'll give you a shout-out on the show. Then after that, you can head over to our YouTube page, subscribe there, watch 
all of our old episodes. You can uh, watch some videos there too. I think we got on there. Um, <laughs> I think <laughs> one, yeah, one or two. You can go to cultfilminterview.com. Get all our past episodes there too. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at cultfilm underscore review. You can also follow us on Facebook. You can follow Kyle. You can follow me on Instagram at cultfilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris. On Instagram, cultfilm underscore Chris. You can follow Mike at, at Mike Solistio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect. 